0: Welcome to Core I Am. I'm Shreya Trivedi, and this is going to be a little bit of a different episode. I recently gave a talk at this Women in Medicine conference called Girl Med Live. And for anyone that knows me, you know I feel so strongly about creating a workplace that is gender equitable, where women really uplift each other. And not just women, but a place where everyone feels appreciated and supported. I think that's so important in medicine, and this conference was a perfect example of that. So before I share with you all the speakers' messages, let's talk first about the inspiring story of how GirlMed Live started.
1: So GirlMed Media was formed after the GirlMed Twitter hashtag community kind of took off. So a lot of people were rallying around the hashtag, and it became this beautiful community that a lot of people relied on for support. And there were a couple of things that happened that led us to wanting those positive feelings and those connections to translate from being exclusively online to having an in-real-life component.
0: All right. That was Pearl, one of the organizers of Girl Med Live. This was truly a grassroots effort. In fact, Jonier, one of the other organizers, would say it was less than that. They neither had grass nor roots. It was just a couple of tweets and they said, let's do it. And now we're here. And it just goes to show how there's an incredible power in social media and Twitter in terms of movements. So I feel so inspired being here with all these speakers. There's so many untold stories of their struggles and insights learned in getting to the places where these women in medicine are today. So I asked these women one of my favorite questions to ask, which is, what would you tell your younger self? I learned a lot from them. and I think you will, too.
2: My name is Kali Hussein. I'm a trauma surgeon. I also do acute care surgery and critical care. I would tell myself um, to start caring for myself sooner rather than later. I, um, because I have kids, I've put everybody, um, my you know my family, my career ahead of my self-care, and I didn't realize it until um, I got myself into trouble, and so. What I would tell my younger self is take better care of myself so I can take better care of my family.
1: I am Clinical Pearl. I am one of the co-founders of Girl Med Media and one of the organizers of the GirlMed Live Conference. Mm -hmm. If I could go back to younger Pearl, one of the things that I wish she knew and that took me longer to learn to get to the point where I am now is to ask more questions. When there were things that I did not know, I would kind of beat myself up for not knowing them or kind of try and make up a solution on my own when I didn't have to work that hard. There were people who had been through the things that I was going through or about to go through that could have helped me if I had figured out who to ask.
0: My name is Dr. Marguerite Duane, I'm a family physician from Washington, D.C. When I was younger, I had my plan for my life laid out. I knew I was going to be a doctor when I was eight years old and shortly after that I knew I wanted to go into family medicine. So I had my plan and what I wish I would tell my younger self is, plans change and that is okay. And it's okay if the plans that come to reality take you down the road less
3: traveled because sometimes that's a much more enjoyable adventure in life. My name is Kate Pryor. I am a consultant anaesthetist in the Royal Navy and for those who don't speak the Queen's English, that means I'm an anaesthesia attending in the British Navy. Well, after medical school and going off to sea with the Royal Navy and doing general duties, which was an amazing experience, I actually started surgical training first and I realised I was in the wrong career for me. And I actually did two and a half years of that before switching to anaesthetics. And I have absolutely no regrets about changing. So I think the American system is probably rather harder to switch careers than it is in the UK system. But you're a long time in attending, you're a long time of consultants, and you've got to be in the right job. You've got to do what makes you happy. And so if you need to change careers, do it. I think one of my biggest bits of advice would actually be to get a mentor. It really would. And again, mentors are particularly useful at a time of change. So when being promoted at work, going into a new role, moving to a different hospital. And a mentor is different from a coach. You know, a coach will give specific advice for certain actions and changes, whereas a mentor is somebody who will help you to facilitate your way through a problem. You know, they will ask the difficult questions to enable you to see the way through. And they're essentially your own personal advocate. And I think having a mentor is absolutely critical. Yeah, I mean, I think different people can bring different things to the party, of course they can. And you need to find somebody with whom you can develop that mentor-mentee relationship. And it may be that the first time you go for a mentoring session, you come away from it thinking, actually this person is not for me. And that's really important because I guess it's a bit like seeing a therapist if you're having psychological counseling. The first therapist you meet may not be the right therapist for you and it's the same with a mentor the first mentor you meet may not be the right person hey i am doc swiner the Superwoman
4: complex expert <laughs> you know during this conference i think has reminded me about how okay it is to fail and particularly as a woman in medicine you know we're mostly type a personalities and we have all this pressure to perform and succeed there's a lot of shame and guilt and failing and I just want I would remind my young self that it's okay to fail you can pick yourself back up you can look for help and study in different ways etc but not to carry that shame and that burden of guilt with you for the rest of your life
2: hi I am dr. Carmen Landrao and I am a cardiologist and professional speaker in Houston Texas and the thing I would tell the younger me first of all would be dare dare to go ask the questions dare to have those questions answered to your satisfaction because many times uh, we think it's not in our place to ask and we miss many opportunities by not asking for what we deserve or what we think someone is going to say no so just dare to ask and the other thing i think is extremely important is to be the woman that help other women when you actually take that first step and give lenny hand or speak for another woman, it opens the door to many other women and many other possibilities and helps actually expand our horizons as not only as the individual, but as a team player, as someone that other women will look forward to be with.
4: My name is Jess Willett. I am an emergency medicine physician based out of Northern California. And I do mainly um, work in the ER and I also do some international work. I think probably one of the most important things that would help me is knowing that you don't have to do things the way that you think you're expected to. There's so many different ways to shape your life and to build your career, and you don't have to try and fit yourself into this box of what you expect a physician to be. I think we're taught during our training and for so long that you go through this process and then you get this job and it should look a certain way when in reality, you can create your life and your career to really be whatever you want it to be. And you don't have to do it the way that anybody else does it. It can look different and that's okay. I'm Dr. Eileen Brenner and I'm an emergency physician, member of ASAP and I'm a writer, both fiction and nonfiction. Uh, the nonfiction is How to Survive a Medical Malpractice Lawsuit. I would say um, one of the biggest things I've noticed over the years is you focus on the things you think that other people are thinking, and you're convinced that there could be no other explanation as to what has occurred because you're relating it about yourself. And what I found out on multiple occasions, and unfortunately even recently you'd think I'd have learned that lesson, is um, is that it's not always about you. And you find out that something happened that took them away from you, but it wasn't about you. And that people really have their own stuff. And that you really, when, when things happen, you just need to realize that what you're doing and what you're doing for yourself and what other people are doing, they're doing for themselves. And it's not necessarily a reflection on you, if people go in a different direction.
1: My name is Joni Ye. I'm a pediatrician in the suburbs of Philadelphia. I have a blog, Betamama.com, and I'm co-founder of Girl Med Media. Well, I guess a quick summary of some of the key messages we've heard so far is that we are enough. Society tells us we're not enough, that we're not good enough, we're not smart enough. We are, we are enough, we are worthy, we are enough. And if we want something, we ask.
2: My message to women in medicine would be to take and apply the same intensity, strategy, and focus to the business side of your life and the business of the practice of medicine as you did and you do to the practice of medicine. So, focusing on, um, you know, looking at a contract, for example, is It's not just a piece of paper. It's something that has potentially broad implications for you, both financially and liability-wise. So I would, you know, recommend that you give that the same level of focus and attention, and I recognize how hard that is. I'm Susie Fygovsky. I'm a cardiac
0: electrophysiologist, and I practice in Carroll, Iowa. Oh my gosh, I would tell my younger self to not be so hard. On your mistakes, to understand that no one's perfect and that your path is not someone else's. And I feel like my younger self was so scared to make a mistake that I don't think I learned to love my career until recently. So I would just say, relax, be human, and enjoy the ride. That was quite powerful share this with someone who might need to hear this message we will link the girl med live information in the show notes if you'd like to attend speak or support the effort in any way look out for one more episode from this group where we go a little bit more in depth into their stories their struggles and how they overcame them. And most importantly, let's continue this conversation online. A lot of us take part in a Women in Medicine Twitter chat that happens every Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let's continue the conversation openly about what we have learned in this journey in medicine. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe to Core Am, Rate, review us on iTunes. If you have any specific feedback or questions, email us at coreimpodcast at gmail.com us at core.i.am podcast. We're also on Facebook, Instagram at core.i.am podcast and opinions expressed are our own and do not reflect the opinions of any affiliated institutions.